0: last we spoke uh, the drug dealing neighbor who had died on the carpet and (laughs) decomposed for four days Uh, had been taken away and the apartment cleaned Uh, and it is now being rented out I've got new neighbors they're in their 20's Uh, the young lady has like fire hydrant red dyed hair and the young gentleman has some sort of spoiler on the back of his, <laughs> in the back of his car, with the various bumper stickers like "My other ride is your mom." So I've got a lot. Gonna be a lot to talk about today. <laughs> but first, uh, you know, I wonder some. I don't know, Joe. Uh, I know I've got hypervigilance. I know things irritate me that other people don't notice. But I'm starting to wonder if I have, like, tunnel vision hypervigilance somehow. Like, I can only be annoyed at one thing at a time. Because when the drug-dealing idiot was here playing Pearl Jam real loud, that irritated, you know, it would irritate the hell out of me. But now he's gone. And so since he left, I've noticed now that the lady the insane lady next door, who's got three little uh, three little pillow dogs i I notice now that they bark like four hours a day, but I'm sure they they were barking the whole time. Why didn't I notice before no there no no, no Joe asked if it was because the music was too loud, no because they're they're barking at different times like they're barking in the middle of the day when uh, that, that douchebag was still asleep, but I didn't notice it until now. So, am I capable of only being irritated at one thing at a time? There's an altercation, and you know, I went over there to try to, you know, maturely <laughs> handle the situation of dogs bark- barking constantly for four hours while she's gone. It uh, it went poorly, you know, because she's insane. So, you know, you fight <laughs> fight crazy with crazy, I always say. Here's, l- like... Uh, our uh, the I know that our walls are thin in this apartment, obviously, because I've got neighbors. I, I know how little noise you actually have to make in order for the other person to hear it. And I also know the layout of her apartment. And I know that her bedroom is right next to my bathroom. So, I've been taking the opportunity not only to urinate as loudly as I can. <laughs> like, you know, s- s- just standing up and and going from a distance, you know, to get a higher pitch, you know, the rink, rink. <laughs> but that wasn't enough. I think I'm, I'm going to get like a footstool, maybe, or get up on my ladder and, and hit the bowl with the stream from about, you know, four or five feet up. And from a distance. Rink! There, how you like that with your barking dogs? Good morning! Rink! What are you doing? Relax and try to read a book? Rink! I've been practicing my Klegels with that. Or the Kugels, whatever, was that? Where you practice the muscles down there? rink! Rink, 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 rink! Rink, 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 rink! Rink, rink! Rink! Because <laughs> I've lost my mind. I'm uh, uh, it's uh, everywhere I move. I'm surrounded by someone who's a lunatic or a drug dealer or just a run of the mill douchebag. Just people who have no grip on reality. It's rubbed off and I, you know I was halfway there anyhow. This one. Wo- no. Here, this woman, she she took her dogs downstairs outside. She ran an extension cord from her or apartment somewhere all the way to, this is, I'm in the second story she ran it out her window all the way down to the sidewalk to shave her dogs and then she collected the dog hair and put it in the recycling bin <laughs> this is what I'm living next to so uh, you know good times so you know I'll, I'll tell you all about you know, me attempting to reason with this woman about her loud, loud dogs I wasn't no, I wasn't angry I wasn't a dick about it at first. So I'm going to get to that. But first you're all going to listen to me, bitch. It's what, what you call in this business a teaser. See, usually you, you... This business... <laughs> this business... Fuck, just two idiots talking into a computer. One idiot talking into a computer. Well, the other idiot... I don't even know what you do over there. <sighs> Anyhow, if this were a radio show, which it's not... Uh, This would be called a teaser And you would use that to get people to listen through The Is this thing still on? My screen just went blank Whatever, I'll just complain to you if it's not recording No, leave it alone, I don't care (laughs) Uh, Okay, fine, check it, whatever Still good? You would use this teaser. This, this oh, I've got Doug's got a, a wacky story about his insane neighbors and him having a conniption. I gotta listen past the commercials, but well, there's no commercials. But you're gonna listen to me complain and scold you all. You're gonna listen through that, and and then you'll get the reward of of the story about the insane neighbor. So You're gonna listen because there's an election coming up, and you people are scaring the shit out of me out there. Now here's how this is supposed to work. I Uh, I'm just just supposed to be a politically incorrect a-hole and get on here and uh, tell you uh, tales of being a lowlife and saying horrible things, and then you laugh and think, thank God that's not my life, and and then we all go about our day. That's how it's supposed to work. I'm not supposed to be the voice of reason. See, but n- nature hates a vacuum, as they say. And I've got one of those personalities, you know, contradictory type personality. So you combine those two things. Uh, when no one else is acting like a grown-up, then I feel compelled to, to swoop in and act like the grown-up. See, if you people would all just start acting like grown-ups, then you know, I'd feel compelled to be the other way. Just be the politically incorrect a-hole that everybody knows and loves. Ah, but that's not what's going on right now. So, I, so now i got to do this. Now I have to be the voice of reason. I don't want to do this. I don't. I'd rather be talking about anything else. But uh, it's got to be done because I live in a democracy wherein my fate is intertwined with all your fates. And I have to make make sure all of you are using your effing brains out there or or I'm doomed with the rest of you. Let's start with, let's go back a couple weeks, uh, a month almost already, when uh, Leonard Nimoy passes away. Uh, I wasn't a big fan... You know, I watched Star Trek, that was all right. Not a big fan of it. I'm not a big fan of science fiction. Anything written after, like, 1955, I don't really care for, because it's... It's... Huh? Okay. Is this better? It's not really... You know, it's just, It's all just become soap operas or dramas... Or sitcoms on a spaceship. It's not really science fiction anymore to me, but it's neither here nor there. If you like that show, fine. Yeah, Leonard Nimoy uh, meant something to you, or you know, it was a big deal to you growing up, or whatever, and you wanted to say something nice on Facebook about it. Yeah, well, that's nice. Whatever. I I don't didn't really mean anything to me, so I didn't post anything about it. But if you did, you felt you wanted to say something. Hey, great. You know, because you're a plumber or. An electrician, or you work at Walmart, or whatever. So that's fine. You had time to do that. Uh, I started to lose lose my shit when I saw that President Barack Obama had time to do that. (laughs) The president of the United States put out put out a message about a guy with had plastic ears glued to his head. This guy's got his finger on the button. Man, ISIS. This was going on right when uh, the Republicans were about to shut down the government. There's a big budget problem, right? ISIS is is running through parts of the world, beheading people like in large quantities, like murdering people by the hundreds, taking taking prisoners and setting them on fire on YouTube. You know, Iran is about to get the nuke. Uh, a couple of days later. The, the Prime Minister of Israel was here to give a speech. Uh, people, uh, black youths are getting shot, and people are uh, protesting. And rioting. All the hell's breaking loose out there, as it usually is. Uh, there's all sorts of stuff you're supposed to be focusing on when you're the president, like you usually are. This guy's got time to talk about somebody with plastic ears glued to the side of his head. And uh, it seems to me, uh, this is a month later, uh, usually I don't talk about old stuff, but to this... To this day, I haven't seen anybody ask, why does this guy got time to do this? Does he even want to be president anymore? Because if he doesn't, uh, seems to me Hillary is up for the job. She wants to do it. Rand Paul wants to do it. Scott Walker wants to do it. Uh, Kerry probably wants to do it. There's a whole host of people who want this job if he doesn't want to do it anymore. If he, if he just wants to sit back and uh, fill out his March Madness thing, brackets and talk about Leonard Nimoy and how great it was having him with plastic ears glued to the side of his face instead of dealing with ISIS and uh, the Republicans and everything else. He doesn't want to do this anymore. Uh, by all means, please step down. Nobody's forcing you to keep this job. But, but nobody, you know, I didn't see anybody make any any issue out of that. Oh, isn't that nice? He talked about Leonard Nimoy. I rep- <laughs> what? Huh? And here's why this happens. Listen up, everybody. Here's why why he can can get away with this, because everybody's looking at politics like it's a football team or a basketball team. Well, this is is my team. These aren't teams. There's as many different kinds of Republicans as there are Republicans. There's as many different kinds of Democrats as there are Democrats. Some of them give a rat's ass about you, and some of them don't. No matter what team you think you're on. So you got to stop thinking like it's your team and start taking all of this stuff individually. All the individuals, individuals, individual politicians take them individually. Every single idea that's put forward, take it individually. People, people out there, you, you listening to me right now. Here's what I need you to stop: stop being on a team, and and stop just rooting for your team. And acting like everything your team does is good and everything, everything the other team is bad. And, the, oh, this guy says he's a Republican, so he's a moron. Oh, he's a Democrat, so he's a moron. This idea is stupid because a Democrat came up with it. This idea is stupid because a Republican came up with it. And you don't give any more input or thought or any information about it when you post stuff or you see stuff or whatever. You just, okay, what team said it? Okay, well, then that's good. Okay, well, then that's bad. You can't You can't do that! Because that leads to a culture where the president of the United States, while all hell is breaking loose across the globe, can get on TV and talk about a guy with plastic ears glued to his head and nobody makes anything of it. I, I, be- I barely had time to notice Leonard Nimoy died. I just draw stupid cartoons. This guy's a, the leader of the free world. He's got time to jot down some notes about the passing of a effing guy from a science fiction to- show from 1967. Okay, great. He did a couple movies since then. You see my point? <laughs> if we weren't all thinking like this is a team, everybody in the country would be going, what is this a-hole doing this for? But, uh, you know, we're not. <laughs> we're not. <laughs> went unnoticed... Well, he was talking about this. Some guy in the Middle East was having his head cut off by some lunatic. The Republicans are doing God knows what. The Democrats are doing God knows what. The cops are shooting black people, maybe uh, unjustly, maybe justly, but everybody's all torqued off about it one way or the other. And this guy's doing this, jotting down some notes about Spock. Great. We're not t- there, there aren't teams. Here's the team. Us, the people, versus them, the politicians. That's the team. It's our job to keep kicking these people back in line and making, making sure they're doing their effing job. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read a story that's going to be a teachable moment for you all. Now, you pay attention. Please, please, I'll get on my hands and knees and beg you to pay attention to what I'm about to say here because I'm stuck here living in this country with you people. Please, this is a, a teachable moment, this story I'm going to read. And I'm not, I'm not going to read who came up with this idea. Because I, I want you to just look at things, look at people, look at ideas that these politicians put forward on a case-by-case basis. Is this a stupid idea or not? And ignore who's saying it. When an idea is presented, look at, who, look at whether or not it's going to work. Uh, somebody's talking about... Uh, uh, an idea for interstate toll roads. I want you to look at that does that idea make sense or not don't, don't worry about uh, for the, for this particular case what the person thinks about gay marriage or marijuana or abortion if the, if the fucking guy is talking about interstate commerce or interstate toll roads or something completely unrelated you know guess what that person's elected okay you, you can unelect him later right now he's in charge he's putting an idea forward. Or she's putting an idea forward. Look at that idea. Is it stupid or not? Because right now, uh, they're the senator. Or they're the congressman. Or they're whatever. They're putting forth an idea. Is it going to work or not? And then, you know, four years, six years, two years later, then take, take uh, the accumulation of all their ideas, and if they were all stupid, then get rid of the F-head. And if they were all good, then keep them around. That's what we got to do. We, we, we need to start doing that again. We can't we can't be on teams. I've been watching this grow and grow and grow. And Facebook and Twitter are are the fucking reason because it's almost impossible to convey a thought beyond one sentence. But you're gonna have to start doing that. You're gonna have to start thinking past the first fucking thing that gets put in front of your face. Please. I'm about to read an idea put forward this is from a national entity a a national figure. National political figure, I'm not going to say who it is, because for for it doesn't really matter who it is. All that matters is, it's, is it a good idea or a bad idea? Right? <sighs> okay, again, national figure. This isn't local, okay? This is national. This idea is put forward. Uh, other countries have mandatory voting. It would be transformative if everyone voted. That would counteract money more than anything. Uh, So the idea being put forward is that mandatory voting goes into uh, effect. You're all, by law, required to vote. Now, raise your hand if you think this is a good idea. Just raise your hand. If if you think it's a good idea, that it be the law that everyone vote. Okay? Uh, It was made note that... uh, Failure to vote is punishable by a fine in countries such as Australia and Belgium. Okay, if you fail, pay, fail to pay the fine in Belgium, you could go to prison. So, that, okay, so there you go. Belgium and Australia do it. So, okay, that's the idea. You think it's a good idea? Raise your hand. Okay, that's probably about 10% of you. Now, if you think this is a good idea, keep your hands in the air. I got another idea. I want you to look up at your hand. And now, ball your hand up into a fist, and pull it into your face as fast as you can. Have you done that? <laughs> okay, good. Okay, now, now when the sting star- as the sting starts to go away, I want you to listen to me here. I want you to think about all the people out there who don't pay any attention to politics, have no idea what's going on, don't give a rat's ass what's going on, don't... Uh, don't give a rat's ass to find out what's going on, don't know who the state senator is, probably don't know who the vice president is. Think about all the people you know like that. Now imagine, it, it's the law that they vote. There's also, there, there's also another law, there, there's a universal law called the Law of Unintended Consequences. Okay. Are these people, because it's the law that they have to vote, are they going to go out and find out what's going on? Are they going to educate themselves? Or are they just going to wander into the voting booth and pull the lever for whoever's got uh, the le- same last name as somebody they went to high school with or uh, uh, looks like a guy that they knew you know, when they were on the bowling team or how uh, these initials make, a, make the beginning of a dirty word? Huh? They, no, yeah, they're just going to do that. Is that, what you, is that a good idea? That more people who don't know what the hell is going on get involved in voting? No, it's an asinine idea. This idea is asinine. You get get it? You all understand how stupid it is? All those people out there who don't give a rat's ass. Uh, it's the law that they just go in there and uh, pull whatever the lever that uh, they see fit to pull, based on whatever they had for coffee or whatever strikes their fancy. Because they're not gonna they're not gonna spend the time. to educate themselves. They're not. We know this. If they haven't already, they're not going to, because it's the law, they walk into a booth and pull a lever. We know this. You know this. Picture those people. Because this is a world of ideas, but it's also a world of people. And, And some ideas make a whole lot of sense until you insert actual people into them. Take communism, for example. Great idea. If it weren't for people. So, this is a stupid idea. And again, a national figure, national figure in politics, came up with this. So aside from it being a stupid idea, when an idea is presented to you, I want you to also consider this. Is the idea going to work? Okay, because there's some great ideas out there that uh, just aren't going to work. Because how do you implement them? This person... uh, you know, mentioned Australian Belgium uh, apparently uh, uh, this might not be common knowledge but we have states in this country Okay, you've got the federal government and then you have the state government the United States of America get it? so the states are the people who are in charge of the voting laws in each state See, that's why some states, when you go in the voting booth, you pull a lever. And in some states, you you punch out a little hole in the ticket. In some states, you scribble in the little uh, dot with the number two pencil. In some some states, you take a marker and you you f- complete the arrow. Some states, you circle stuff. Every state has different voting laws because they're regu- the voting law is regulated by the state. So the federal government can't do anything about this anyway. So... Uh, there's no reason a national figure should even bring this up. It can't. It can't be done. You'd have to change the, the constitution, I guess. Good luck doing that. For this stupid idea, it's a it's a no go. But let's say we could. Let's say it's a good idea. Let's say we could, and that, which it's not. Let's say we could do it on a national level, but which we can't. How do you how do you enforce this? This. This isn't Australia or Belgium. There's 300 million people in this country. And about, uh, according to this story, only 30% of the eligible voters actually voted in in the 2014 midterm elections. So that leaves us with 63% of the registered voters. Now I have to, by law, be coerced into voting. How are you going to do that? (laughs) you Are you going to fine everyone? Are you going to send out 200 million tickets? <laughs> you send two hundred million people a fine, and then if they don't pay, they go they go to prison. Two hundred million people? Where are we going to put them? What you, this is ridiculously asinine. It, it's not. It, it can't. It can't be done. Two hundred million people, roughly, could have voted, but actually, no, it's less than that. So, okay, voting age. Let's say it's a hundred million people. Okay, because not everybody in this country can legally vote. Let's say a third of the people can vote. Let's say half the people can vote. So that makes puts it at a million and a half, or a hundred million and a hundred fifty million. <laughs> okay, and so we're looking at about let's say seventy-five million people. Seventy-five million tickets. Yeah, let's start writing those tickets. I'll see you sometime around two thousand forty, and we'll all mail them all out. <laughs> and how are we going to pay for this? Uh, all of a sudden, uh, another extra seventy-five million people are voting, huh? We're gonna have to have more voting booths, right? We're gonna have, we're gonna have to certainly have more people manning it than the three retired World War II vets that that are there now when you go to the voting booth. How, uh, where's the money gonna come for all that, and, and the people to run it, and the money gonna come? Where's the money gonna come to send out all these tickets? How are you gonna do this? It can't be done, and it shouldn't be done anyway because it's asinine. <sighs> okay, can we all agree on that now? Have I made it all? Have I made this all very clear? One, stupid idea. Two, you can't do it because the states run the voting laws. Three, it, it, there's no way to do it, logistically or otherwise. How? Where's the? There's no money. There's no volunteers. Where are we gonna get? Just produce uh, enough voting booths for all these extra people by when and by who and how. it, 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 it asinine. I, I suspect the person who said this knows it's asinine, but can but you know just wanted a cheap pop. Thought, thought whoever he was talking to would you know give him a, some quick applause and a cheer, and that's a that's all you have to do. And it doesn't have to worry about any repercussions because. Uh, it doesn't matter anyhow, because half the half the people are on his team are going to think it's great, and the other half are not on his team are not going to like it anyhow. No, no matter what he says, because that's where we're at in this country. So there, there's no, you know, he can he can say stupid crap like this with impunity and not have to worry about looking like a moron. Because half the people think you're a moron anyhow, and half the people think you're great anyhow, no matter what comes out of your pie hole. We got to stop this thinking. And just look at the ideas now. The person who said that was uh, President Barack Obama. And it seems like I'm beating up on the guy this week. I, I'm not. I, I just use this because it's a very easy example. very stark example of a bad idea that can't work. That, that it didn't cost the person any kind of political uh, currency because we're all on a team now. My team said this, it's good. The other team said that, it's bad. You know, you see? See? See this, and and again, how's he got time for this stupid ass idea? He's got time because nobody's busting his traps. Four weeks ago, talking about Spock. And and when when this does get mentioned, here's what often happens. Okay, if I, if I'd have started this by saying who it was, then then you got somebody going. Well, uh, the fine thing for him to say because when he was. In the Senate, state Senate in Illinois, he hardly ever voted. He was absent so many times. Then somebody else says, well, Bush did this, blah, 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 blah. And then goes into, somebody starts complaining about Dick Cheney, and then then we go into 9 11, and then we're all complaining about whether or not, uh, you know, this, the Twin Towers actually blew up, or whether they're standing in front of us and it's all an optical illusion. And we're so far fucking upfield that we're not even discussing how asinine this idea is. That's what team thinking gets us. It, it just gets us in this spirally-ass uh, arguments that go lead into nowhere. Focus on the idea at hand, please. Each time. You. You. I, I say stuff like this, and everybody thinks I'm talking about everybody else. Yeah, yeah, and then everybody goes back to posting the same crap. And think in the same way, you. Just assume I'm talking about you. You, right now. You. Because we're all a little guilty of it, no matter what. So let's all... Stop this. Please. Except for the guy who sent me this link. (laughs) I should probably probably point that out. Because I had somebody send me this link. So so now, of course, he's going to think I'm talking about him specifically. I'm not. I'm not. Ironically. (laughs) Ironically, but and and for your own credibility too, people, because uh, you know you care about politics, you want to influence people. Uh, Just being uh, my team good, other team bad all the time—that's not influencing everybody. Now you're just white noise with everyone else. You you think an idea is stupid? Explain why it's stupid. Uh, You know, without just saying, "Oh, this moron." Here we go again with this idiot. Oh, can you believe she said that now? Yeah, you know, that's not giving you any credibility. That's not changing anybody's mind. If you think something's a stupid idea, explain why it's a stupid idea. If you think somebody is an a-hole, explain why you think they're an a-hole. You know, you're you're posting stuff because you want to influence people, right? You want people to see your point of view, then give a point of view. Forget this team thinking going to Elect a president in like two years. We can't. We can't be thinking like this. And and Senate and Congress and state elections. Please, I'm stuck with you people. And and here's the other thing I don't want to hear anymore, because it leads nowhere. These arguments where, uh, so you know, politician A says something stupid, and you know he's on Team A. So then Team B. Beats up on him, and then team A goes, "Oh yeah, well George Bush said something stupid." Blah 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 blah. Oh yeah, well so and so is a hypocrite. Blah, blah, blah. Everybody starts. Some somebody, some politician says something completely asinine, and so his team just instead of accepting the fact that it was asinine and going, "You know what? That was asinine." Instead of doing that, everybody starts going digging for something the other team did that was similar. Who cares? Who cares? Okay, let's say, let's say George Bush said the same thing in 2012, or uh, 2004, let's say he said the same thing, so what? It was stupid, then, then it was stupid when he said it. Or Bill Clinton, let's say he said, or who, who cares what somebody said 10 years ago, we're talking about right now, 2015, right now, is this a good idea for right now or not? I don't give a rat's ass who said what 10 years ago. Or whether or not someone, so-and-so is a hypocrite or blah, 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 blah. The idea in front of us, good or bad. And, and, and think past good or bad. Or whether or not it seems nice. Oh, wouldn't this be nice? Wouldn't this be a nice thing if we all voted? <laughs> oh, doesn't that sound nice? Think past that. It, uh, wait a minute. How? who's paying for it can this actually work once everybody has to vote how is that going to work when when this law the irresistible force means meets the immovable object of people and their mentality insert people into this okay is this gonna work with actual people walking around think about the people you know because we're all everybody likes to think we're special but we're all really pretty much the same when it comes down to it I know nobody wants to hear that but it's true you got three buddies. Uh, you know, think about how those three buddies would act. You, you, more or less, you got the three buddies everybody else has. Everybody's three buddies are basically, the you know, all about the same. So just uh, think about that with your three friends. Is this going to work? What's your three friends being forced to vote? No. <sighs> Where are the grown-ups now? In case the World War II generation, they're all but dead. They're all but dead. The Korean War vets, they're way, way into retirement and senility <laughs> the baby boomers they're they're you know they're 5 years away from all being on hover rounds with oxygen tanks keeping them alive generation x the generation y the millennials we're it we're the grown-ups now we're the we're in charge we got to start acting like grown-ups us Us, we can't can't rely on the baby boomers and the World War II generation to use their heads and figure out what's going on and them to pay attention and somebody else will figure it out and uh, my vote doesn't matter anyhow, blah, blah, blah. We're in charge now! (laughs) We have to start acting like grown-ups and not acting like a guy in Yankee Stadium with a hot dog in one hand and a beer in the other when we're looking at politics. Because this crap does matter, and we are in charge. We, us, we're in charge. I know it's real comforting to think that there's a secret empire out there somewhere pulling the strings behind everything. Yeah, guess what? Even if there was, uh, they wouldn't be doing anything under, under undercover because they don't need to. Because we don't even pay attention to what's really going on in front of our own fucking faces. But I know it's comforting to think that that you—it's comforting to think that your vote doesn't matter. It's comforting to think that you know there's some shadow government out there running everything. Because then you can just you can sit and you can binge watch Breaking Bad and you can play World of Warcraft and it doesn't matter what I think anyhow because there's a bunch of rich white guys behind the scenes smoking cigars and they're doing everything. That's not how it works. There's 300 million of us in this country, average citizens. 300 million. Us having power is not an illusion. Us not having power is the illusion. And this, this right here, illustrates that point <laughs> it's from, from that article. Uh, it, would be, it would be transformative if everyone voted. That would counteract money more than anything. Uh, I don't know if the President really thinks that, but that's asinine. It's it's that's one hundred percent wrong. If everybody had to vote, all these people who don't give a rat's ass, how, how much more valuable would a thirty-second commercial be while they're on the way to the fucking polls? Huh? It would be. How how much more money would you want to spend the the last thirty seconds? How much more valuable would that money be if if we had seventy-five million people being forced to vote who don't know nor care what's going on? You want to see some money get dumped into politics? Imagine how much money is going to be spent trying to figure out how to get a moron to vote your way. You want to get money out of politics? We all just pay attention. That's how you get the money out of politics. Because, uh, let's take uh, Michael Jordan. I think I've said this before, I'm going to say it again. Michael Jordan. Okay? There's no amount of TV commercials you could buy to convince the general population that Michael Jordan sucks at basketball. Why? Because we all pay attention to that. We all know he's a good basketball player. We all know he won a bunch of championships. We all know, we all see it, we all saw it happen, We, all, you know. Depending on your age group, you know, if you're too young for that, pick some other athlete in some other sport. No, no amount of TV commercials is going to get us to think that Michael Jordan sucks at basketball. So, it should be the same with politics, if we were all paying attention. No, no amount of TV commercials anyhow, should get you to vote one way or another. But they can because we're not paying attention. If we're all paying attention, it wouldn't matter how much money they dumped into everything because we'd already know. Uh, You know, I think this guy's an ass. He voted for X, Y, and Z and proposed a bunch of stupid ideas. I don't care what this commercial says. Money in politics should be useless. But it's only valuable because we're all sitting on our ass doing everything except paying attention to the world in which we live. I'm done. There, I've, d- I've said my piece. I don't want to have to keep doing this. I don't want to talk about this. I don't. I've, I don't. So let's all just start paying attention out there. Okay? Just for, for me, because I'm stuck with you all. Focus on the ideas that are being put forward. And fo- and don't, don't just follow that first thought in your head. Stick a few more thoughts in there. You know, Follow these things to their logical end. Take the idea, follow it to its logical end, and then put your stamp on there. Stupid idea, good idea. Then then add all that up, case-by-case case basis. I don't care if the guy came out and murdered a bunch of cats right on, on TV. If he, if right now he's talking about how to fix the roads, and he has a good idea about how to fix the roads, and he's already elected, let's just use his idea on how to fix the roads and get rid of the cocksucker later. Okay? <coughs> How much time do we got for my tale of the idiot next to me? We're done. I've gone long. Well, I guess you don't get to. Uh, here's another lesson for you. People lie. <laughs> You're not gonna get the. Oh no! I said I would. I'll I'll make it brief. But actually, it's up to you, Joe. You're the one always worried about the size of these files. How how long am I? So, so what? All right, so, this, so Joe says there's not enough. <laughs> Joe says I'm too long, so we can't do it. Well, uh, here's what we'll do. I'll do another. This uh, probably show up on Thursday. I'll do another one on Sunday, uh, and to make up for it, and uh, let's be a nice lesson to y'all. Start using your brains out there, and then I won't have to blather on about politics because I I don't want to. All right. You, you take care of your end. You act like grown-ups. And then I'll go back to being a lowlife. All will be well with the universe. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get another one up Sunday, and I'll tell you about the neighbors. Thanks for listening. Until next time, think. Don't breathe in so slowly.